Let me get a mint, dick. Don't throw things at me. You call me a dick and then say I have to go home. I didn't throw things at you. You threw that at me. What? The bottle. When? Do you want this or not? I want a mint. Say something nice to me. No, give me a fucking mint. No, only one. What up guys, it's your boy JP back on the couch, episode number 6 of Netflix and Chill Horror Podcast. Joining me as always is... Carly. Yeah, Carly. Just not a cool name or anything, just plain old Carly. It's kind of cool. It's like a car and Lee and just... It's alright. My mom gave me this name. Your mom is very original. Okay, let's move on. Alright, so we are back. This time we're doing something a little bit different. We are reviewing a what? Santa Clarita Diet. Which is what? A Netflix original TV series. Yeah, so we're actually going to be reviewing a TV series and not just a movie, which I thought was pretty cool. So uh, before we get into that, though, I do want to let you guys know that we do now have a group page. If you heard the last episode, you probably know that already. It is facebook.com slash... Netflix and Chill Horror Podcast. I believe correct? so. But if that is not correct, you can check the link in the description below. Wherever you check this out, if it's on iTunes or Horophilia or my YouTube channel, that link will be there. Unless I forget to put it on YouTube because I always do. <laughs> so, uh, with that said, guys, we're going to... Before we get into Santa Clarita Diet, I do want to say we are spoiling this episode so we do normally try to keep it as spoiler free as possible for people who have not seen these things because they are so new. You know, we cover new films, new now TV shows. Um, we try to be as spoiler free as possible, but you really cannot talk about the show without spoiling because after episode one, if you talk about anything, it's spoiling. So if you are curious to hear our take on Santa Clarita Diet within the world of non-spoiler reviews, then check out last episode, which was episode number five, where we covered clinical. I know you guys probably tuned out after that boring talk, but (laughs) we do get into some Santa Clarita Diet, which is pretty cool. Um, So be sure to check that out. We talk about episode one, but we decided we're going to uh, talk about episode one through ten, on this podcast so yeah we decided that we like this show so much that we're going to actually talk about the whole show so spoiler alert we will be spoiling so santa clarita diet or i like to call it santa clara diet (laughs) which is what i called it for like the first week before we (laughs) (laughs) figured out what the title was so this is a horror comedy that is a Netflix original series. And it stars Drew Barrymore. And that. Timothy Olympant. Olympant. Elephant. It looks like elephant, but it's like Olympant, I believe. I might be saying that totally wrong, but 
That's how I say it. So. It's elephant. Okay. We'll go with that. All right. And Liv Hawson. Houston. That's what I said. Okay. Nailed it. So this is the United States production. Uh, this series was released February 3rd of 2017 on Netflix exclusively. All 10 episodes were available on Netflix for streaming on that date. And there are 10 episodes in season number one. These are 30-minute episodes. And yeah, let's let's uh, give the brief IMDb description and then we'll get into it further as we move along. So Sheila and Joel, a married what? Couple. Are real estate agents in where? Santa Clarita, California. When Sheila dies, their lives take a what? Dark turn. <laughs> yeah. So that's a super, super, super simple premise. Yeah. Um... Where to begin with Santa Clarita Die? I guess we can start with what was our initial impressions before we even hit that play button? Um, to be honest, for me, like, the title just seemed weird and, like, the poster was... I don't know. Like, I just... I wasn't sure that I was going to like this show. Like, it looked... Like, I had no idea what it was about. I didn't really even read the description. So I kind of went in blind and had no idea at first. So, but I was pleasantly surprised by what I saw. Me personally, I was trying to pay attention to the different new things coming to Netflix and Shudder and Amazon Prime and all the different little things that we could be covering films from the different streaming services. And I seen that Netflix was getting a couple of originals and one of them was Santa Clarita Diet back in February. And I showed you, of course, but I, I just wasn't interested. I was like, I, at first I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind to potentially cover. I just didn't even consider it. And then I realized like, hey, aren't, isn't that the whole point of the show is to cover the new shit on like Netflix and stuff? So um, I was like, I texted you and I was like, hey, watch episode one of this show. Yeah, and I was kind of like, man, I don't want to watch episode one of this show, but all right. And then, like, I did it that night, and I was like, yo, this is pretty cool. Yeah, and I think you talked to me later, and you asked me, and I I didn't even watch it, and you were surprised. Cause yeah, I was you like, thought I was <laughs> You thought I was telling you to watch it so that you can just watch it or something. Yeah, I thought you were just, like, recommending me some show off of Netflix, which is, I guess it's kind of stupid. I should have put that together in my yep, head. Yeah, you're dumb. And yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, I eventually did, she, she, you said it was good and I was like, well, it, it was actually after Moods gave me his recommendation of it that I actually put all of this together and suggested it to you, but I had you watch it before I even checked it out. I wasn't sure if you would like it though, to be honest, because I know that comedy is like hard for you, like you have like different taste in comedy and have feels for like horror comedies that like you don't like them sometimes yeah yeah definitely sometimes i get a little bit burnout on horror comedies and definitely definitely uh you know find silly dumb humor to just be frustrating to me so i was a little a little unsure if i would actually like it uh but it only took about five minutes into the pilot episode for me to really be like wow I think I'm going to like this show. And uh, I think that it just comes down to performances. The, the yeah. quirky sort of performance and the writing of the show. It's just it's just kind of um, 
it's kind of neat because it's like this family that you would suspect to be like upper class. Yeah, normal, normal casual, like casual, people, everyday people. Like the type of people that uh, are routine, you know, they come down to breakfast and the wife got the food made and the husband sits down for the paper and says, you know, honey, I'm not really sure about this toaster oven. You yeah, know, like, like that's massive chaos if something's yeah. wrong with their toaster oven. Yeah, like where it's like their biggest problem in life is like which toaster oven to get. Yes, yes. <laughs> and... So you have that type of mentality for this family, and then you get this chaotic thing thrown into the mix. Um, but you also get the sense that the family might not have been like that always. Like, the father and the mother probably had a little bit of a wild side to yeah, them yeah, in definitely. their younger years. And they grew up and they got all serious about life and, you know became uh the way that they did but um because this new sort of wrinkle in their life happens you now have them acting more on impulse and being true to who they are a little bit more especially the wife at first and you know then then the husband as well did you also get that vibe yeah i did like because the, the husband's even talking about it at some point. He's like, I was going to college for something else, and now, bam, I'm a realtor with my wife. And he's like, what, <laughs> how did this happen? Stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in, in the beginning of the show, we we essentially see the wife throw up one day. Really, really bad in the middle of them trying to sell a house. Like, right in the middle of the floor. And I will say, up in, like... When I first started watching the show, like, the quirkiness was kind of, like, weird to me. I was like, okay, this is kind of just, like, one of those over-the-top sitcoms. But then, like, as soon as she that part happened, like, that's when I, I think that's when I laughed out loud for the first time. And I was like, okay, this is getting awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really cool to – and I think that the, it, the, the throw-up kind of reminded me of, like, the – Blood from Phantasm, like the yellow yeah. blood. <laughs> yeah, it was like the disgusting green color. Was it green? I thought it was yellow. Well, lime. Aren't you colorblind for like yellows and greens? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Um, but yes, uh, basically she gets infected with something, some kind of infection, and she becomes a zombie or some kind of disease or whatever you call it. Yeah. You know, and we don't really know at first. Uh, so she throws up this red ball that looks kind of like an organ. Mm-hmm. And then she is now like a zombie, but she's basically dead, but she can still talk and act normal and like everything. But now she's beginning to have like, at first she starts eating raw meat. Yeah, which like is starving. disturbing. Yeah, disturbing and weird. And then she kind of escalates and basically by episode one attacks this guy that was coming on to her yeah it like it it just (laughs) takes right off with that and like she's got like the raised like sex drive and like she's just acting more wild with her friends and everything like that and she's like i feel more alive now than ever (laughs) yeah and uh by the end of the first episode she has killed somebody yes so um it's kind of I I don't know if you guys have ever seen Dexter, but it, it kind of have like has like hints of Dexter. Have you ever watched Dexter? I've never watched Dexter. Uh, it was a really good show for about four seasons. 
Oh, I hate shows like that where yeah. they like fall off. Oh, I finished it, but it was my favorite TV show ever for four seasons. And then it just disappointed me season after season. I got more and more disappointed as it went on. Yeah. And it was painful. But anyway, uh, this show kind of has a hint of that because, you know, the, now you have this situation where, like, okay, well, she needs to feed. She needs to eat. So the husband gets involved to sort of help her. So he, like, you know, take goes and gets her raw meat, and she doesn't want raw meat anymore. He goes and gets her... Um, <laughs> they go to the like, they go more and buy a purchase a foot. <laughs> He's like they they like offer him like a small some like ridiculous amount of money and then like a Starbucks card. <laughs> He's like, hmm, okay. Yeah, and she goes to eat the foot in the car, and it's just not good because it's uh, is too it like, too dead, too, too far dead, gone, too far gone. Um, and so she realizes that she has to eat something that's relatively fresh, not something that's been through like autopsies and probably embalmed. Yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking of funny parts now. It's all coming back to me. Yeah. So share it. Like, you like know. her husband, like wants her to eat. He's like trying so hard to not let it come down <laughs> to killing humans and like, he wants her to like eat this chicken that's like bothering, <laughs> like causing chaos outside a house they're trying to sell. And... Because it's fresh meat. It's yeah, alive. yeah. And he's so, like, "That'll work." Yeah, but it's it's not human, so she doesn't she doesn't dig it, you know. Yeah, and then he like she lies, and she's like, "I ate the chicken," and she's like, "I didn't. <laughs> I just wanted you happy." Yeah, and um, there's this constant banter back and forth. Like they obviously love each other, which does add to like the playfulness of the show and like sort of like the chemistry and like you feel you the the general likability of the characters but they do have these breakdowns where they they have this banter back and forth where they like like well excuse me for my problem uh, you know i forgot that yours is eating people <laughs> or something you know what i mean they, it's they have this thing back and forth where there's where, a there's a part where they're like Oh, where can we hide the body where our daughter daughter won't find it? And they're like, oh, we'll just put it in the brand new shoes we bought her that she never wore, or we'll just like throw it in the trombone box that she never played. Like, and it's just she'll typical. never look there. Yeah, it's like typical like parent sarcasm, but it's like serious. They like killed a person. Yeah, yeah, and that's what is so funny about the show. Sometimes is there's these horrific things going on, but. The characters are still acting as like if it was spilt milk or something. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean, it's just like the the they still interact with each other how they would even if that wasn't the scenario. Yeah, that's what I love the yeah. most. So after they figure out that oh we're not going to be able to just feed her live chickens and and raw foot, <laughs> uh, they. Realize that she's gonna actually have to get a fresh kill, and they there's a whole funny moment where they're trying to figure out who to kill, like child molesters. And yeah, stuff yeah, like they're that. trying to like justify it. And um, basically, you know, it, they they end up starting to kill people and put them in the freezer at a storage unit that they have, and the wife, the wife is just. Snacking on them, she's blending them up in the smoothies. Yeah, it and takes stuff. a couple days to finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she they, they last a while, so they 
they're going through life like seemingly normal, but then like things keep happening. Like it's not just simple enough to like get a body every month or something and yeah. put it in a freezer. Like other things have to happen. Like they're they live between two cops. <laughs> and the one cop is uh kind of a dickhead. Yeah, total douchebag. Total douchebag. And um the the, the night after they killed the first guy, mm-hmm. um they begin to uh, dispose of the body or whatever that night and the cop ends up seeing them like either spraying a hose or something. I forget yeah. what it is. And he found, I think he finds a finger in the yard. Yeah, like, well that's later. Yeah, yeah. But right. at first he's just like, oh, so you out in your yard at like two in the morning. Yeah. Like, what were you up doing? And, and she's like, like, none of your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, ah, casual. Because the wife is starting to get, the wife is like, Whatever disease, zombie virus she has, it, like, makes her, like, more down to earth and just, like, I'm going to be who I want to be, damn it. And there ain't nothing that you can say to change it, you know? And so she's, like, real aggressive and stuff, too. Um, And the dude's, like, he's, like, oh, I was just, uh, you know, spraying for ants and stuff. And then the cop begins to, like... Be like, oh well, shit, man! You gotta, you gotta spray them this way, or else you'll never get rid of them. <laughs> and then the cops like seriously like invested in his ant problem, and he's like, he's like, like the characters think that the cops being nebby, yeah, like, that he suspects something because he kind of did at first, but yeah. then he told him it was ants. So, but then the cop is actually just interested in like the, fixing the ant problem. <laughs> And then he's like gives them like ant killer and like the dude doesn't use it so he like rolls over and he's like oh, I guess I gotta do this myself or something. <laughs> and then he finds a finger and that's when we find the cop out the cop is like a crooked cop and he thinks that the husband Joel is killing people. Yeah, which which is kind of a pussy. Like yeah, he doesn't want to kill what people. That's I was gonna say. And since he doesn't want to kill people, it puts him in a weird predicament when the cop comes to him with the finger and is like, look, I know you kill people, man. You're gonna have to kill this guy because he's a piece of shit, sex trafficker or something. Yeah, and the cops kind of like you gotta be my best friend now and stuff yeah. like that. Like he's just like this loser guy, and he's like we we're like best buddies now too while we're at it. Yeah, and not to mention the cop is actually the husband of uh, Drew Barrymore's character's name is. Wait, the cop. Wait, no, wait. Drew Barrymore's character name is. Oh, um. Wait, 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 wait. Come on, you had one job. Okay. Jesus Sheila, Christ. I always forget. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is Sheila. Okay, so the cop is actually the husband of one of Sheila's friends. And they have a son together. And he's a dick to the son, too. Yeah, and the son is a pussy, and, like, the stepdad's just not helping at all. <laughs> yeah, the stepdad's kind of like... Uh, amped up version of myself yeah 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 just a bully total piece of shit low life dickhead you know no no i'm just saying like oh, if, yeah. you, if you're gonna wash the dishes you might as well wash them right <laughs> <laughs> this guy am, am i right do you know what i'm saying like like hey you're cutting the grass wrong idiot cut yeah. it that way so you don't <laughs> look like a retard yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i kind of understand his point he just takes it overboard 
Um, so we find out that he's a crooked cop. He wants to have this dude killed, and Joel has to do it. And then um, they decide to actually do it because, okay, this is actually a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. And that means that, hey, if he's giving them people to kill, then they don't have to do that step anymore because they were struggling with who are we going to yeah, kill. Yeah, it's kind of like... He's just, like, dealing them out the people to do. Yeah, it's like, the, and they don't have to worry about finding the bad dudes, so. Um, but they go to kill his dude, and he's, like, this giant black man. It doesn't go so well. <laughs> and Joel has a chance to kill him, and he doesn't. Yeah, he pushes out. Yeah. And he gets away, but not before Sheila actually bit him. Yeah. So they're kind of wondering, like, hey, is this going to cause a, like, chain reaction? You know what I mean? Which is bad because that guy is like this big, like actual, like murder guy, and those guys and like Sheila and her husband are just normal people. So yeah. If you got like this monster out there, like <laughs> they, being a zombie too, then they actually make a joke where I think they're like, "We're nice people, and we've already killed two and a half people." Or something. <laughs> and like, could you imagine what a murderer would do in a week? <laughs> Dude just murders people for a living already. Yeah. So. You know, super, super fun with just the banter back and forth. And, and just there's so many jokes that happen between the characters in in just a short m- amount of time. And you have, like, these moments where it's, like, there's moments where something happens and then the characters just start talking about other things that completely don't matter. Yeah. Like, um, after we find out that... Uh, you know, Sheila and Joel didn't kill this guy and he gets away and he's like kind of infected now. Uh, but they go and tell the cop asshole next door that they actually killed him and he gives them another assignment. And they go and they go, that Sheila goes to kill him by herself because they have a little rift between her and Joel. And she basically finds out that, oh, this is the guy that's sleeping with the cop's wife. And he's also a pediatric oncologist. And he's nice. <laughs> yeah. But, so, like, the go- cop was just trying to get him to kill, like, a nice guy. Yeah. Who just happened to be banging his wife, which I don't even think he knew about or something. Yeah. You know? So, um, the funny thing is, though, back to what I was saying, is they begin to talk about things that are not even relevant, but they're, it's funny. Like, once they find out that, she's telling Joel, and she's like, and he gave me a donation, and I can't even find, <laughs> and even if I do find a good charitable place to take it to, something, so I, he's gonna get the right off, or, or like, I'm, gonna yeah, get, I'm gonna get the right off, or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, there's these moments where, like, there's something serious happening, and they just, are talking about something that's like doesn't even matter at all <laughs> but they're so passionate about it so it is funny yeah and like it doesn't skip a beat at all like there's no drags or anything it's like funny throughout the entire show like i can't stop laughing yeah and and i can't really say that enough that it actually is a funny show like i laugh during this show like legitimately laugh yeah me too and i'm as moods would say, like I'm too serious. Like I don't, I don't laugh at things. I'm kind of an asshole and and too serious. And... I mean, I don't laugh at things either. Like I can't, like, like I could never watch shows like The Simpsons and like 
Futurama, stuff like that, and laugh out loud. Like, it's just something that doesn't happen for me like other people, but this show actually does it. So I give it props for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, so continuing along with the story, uh, after that, we sort of have Joel confront... (laughs) the dickhead cop next door once he finds out he was trying to have him kill like an innocent dude and it backfires and then they joel actually kills him yeah which <laughs> he's like he's just like he says it's some like thing with he's like i'm good with a shovel or says something dumb like that and yeah. then it's just like such an accident it's like such a like like he didn't like want to kill that guy it just kind of happened on impulse and it's just yeah. like oh shit i like killed someone yeah just yeah. out of nowhere yeah, so uh, around this time also, um, we're dealing with things that are happening with the daughter. And the daughter is pretty aware of what's going on early on, but they try to hide it from her a little bit. The daughter is, how old would you say, like 16? Yeah, I believe it's 15 or 16 is supposed to be her age. Okay, and she she kind of knows what's going on, but um, she thinks the mother's just eating raw meat. Yeah. Um and she's um friends with like the dorky neighbor boy that's like the son of the cop mm-hmm. and the woman having the affair too yeah and the and the dorky neighbor dude clearly likes this chick why yeah. i don't know but he does yeah she, not my type at all she's definitely my least favorite character on this show too like Car- carly doesn't really like her that much but i actually do think she's funny at times but I just think that she's annoying with some of the stuff that she's doing. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me why she's, like, acting out so hard. Yeah, that's what I don't like. Like, I like the, like, I'm fine with her and, like, the boy scenes just because, like, I think the boy is really hilarious. But, like, her herself, like, I'm just not, like, really into. Well, I think she, her character is the f- most flawed character in the show because, yeah. one, what is happening with her family is traumatic hands down and it should be of note that like okay my life is completely changed my mom is a murderer my father's a murderer she eats people blah blah like that's a big deal yeah for sure which would give you a reason to act out but the flaw is that she acts like she doesn't care all the time and she is self-aware in saying that you know she'll she'll make snarky comments like like, oh, this is why I'll be seeing a therapist. Or so. I don't even know if that's a real thing that she says. But it's yeah. like she's aware that, like, the typical kid would be fucked up from this. Mm-hmm. And it's like every episode she makes, like, a comment like that. And yeah. after a while it just gets old. Like, there's not enough there. And to me, if she's self-aware that that's what happens to kids in, like, a situation like this, then that should mean that she's above it. To me. That's yeah. what that tells yeah. me as a character. Because if you're aware of it, then you wouldn't do it. Um, and that that's the only, like, major issue I have with that character is that it's just – she kind of she kind of bugs me where – and it's so inconsistent. It's like one moment she's cool and the next moment she's, like, tripping about stuff and wanting to get into trouble outside. Yeah. And it almost just seems pointless that she's, like, so – like, why – why, like, skip school and stuff, you know? Yeah, like, I don't like Why that. get into an argument with your mom that you're not going to college? It's, like, two years away. Mm-hmm. Like, argue about it when it's time to apply for colleges, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, it just, she's, um, just certain things about her just rub me the wrong way. But I do think she's really funny. 
Like she comes in, they like try to hide the body of the cop that they kill in the upstairs jacuzzi oh, yeah, that, tub or whatever. Because she funny. never, she yeah. never goes up there after she walked in on him one time in the tub. And she's like, she walks in the door, and they're there with the police officer <laughs> who's looking for her partner, who's also a lesbian, by the way. <laughs> Very clearly. Yeah, and. She walks in. She's like, hey, do you guys have any aspirin? I'm going to check your medicine cabinet. I don't have any or something. And then she's like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> you know so she found the body. And, and like, her then, dad's her dad's just like, not now, honey. We're down here with the police. <laughs> like, <laughs> he just like says, the police. Which was a good way to handle it. Yeah. <laughs> but it, maybe the police would find that a little suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> Like, not saying them by name or anything. <laughs> yeah, they're like teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, so, uh, as the story progresses, I mean, it's it gets to the point where the whole time the husband's trying to find a way out of this. Mm-hmm. And the wife's like, eh, I kind of like it. I feel good. Like, I, I feel great. And then her body starts to, like, fall apart a little bit. She starts to decompose. Yeah, which that's actually kind of pretty scary to me yeah like, because it's like okay i can live with killing and eating people but if my body's falling apart like that's gross for my family you know yeah and especially since the, they still have like an active sex life which technically he is committing necrophilia every time which is really gross <laughs> yes it is um didn't even think about that necrophilia is awesome and it can be Whoa. awesome when used appropriately but you have to use precautions and, you know, make sure things are clean and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, have you ever seen Necromantic 1 or Necromantic 2? I've never seen those films. I have exactly. not. Exactly. I have them on Blu-ray. You want to watch them? I kind of don't. I have the Sex Murder Death Box set. You want to watch I it? I do not. But it's Netflix and chill. Uh, you're Maybe if they come on Netflix this and try is, them out. This is gross. <laughs> yeah, my like two favorite things in movies are incest and necrophilia. Okay. <laughs> Don't you like children dying too, or something? Yeah, like that? love children yeah. dying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's totally normal. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Um, so basically, her body's falling apart. It's like, what are we gonna do? The husband the whole time is trying to find a cure, and he's like looking through like books and the internet and different things like and he thinks he found a guy who might know something about um what is it uh from uh serbia yeah yeah serbia so native serbians like this this whole thing seems to come from serbia and it's like ancient like it's been around forever there's like hieroglyphics or paintings or whatever Mm -hmm. from way back in the day and um that's when he decides to go to a like lame ass convention. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. This is about not like that. a horror convention, guys. This is it's like just... a paranormal convention. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like running it's trying to be all badass. Oh yeah. And people are like, Yo, oh. badass. <laughs> They're all dorks. Yeah, it reminded me of that old SpongeBob episode where the dude's like good at jellyfishing. Yeah, yeah, freaking like... <laughs> and they're all just like, you're so good. It seems like Neville or something. <laughs> yeah, and basically he finds out that he's a fraud, but then he eventually finds out that there is an actual scientist who is doing research. She comes in, she's like 
super snooty but kind of funny at the same time yeah. i think it's funny when he fi- like he finds out that guy's like a fraud then like this other guy comes out of the bathroom stall and he's all like and he's like being all like like saying like oh you want to know the truth about this or something like that and then joel's all like oh another suspicious sounding guy please tell me more i care and he's like because that's like the typical movie thing where like yeah. some like other fool comes out of nowhere and like tries to act like he's gonna help you <laughs> yeah definitely definitely <laughs> um so she comes in and she's all like yeah your mom's definitely like infected with this disease thing and and that and this and the other and she's like i can create a antidote but it's not a cure there is no cure all it does is stop the decom decomposition yeah wasn't she work like she got it to work on animals right yeah so, yeah rats yes um but they need all these different things like bile from a serbian foreign <laughs> person <laughs> like yeah, all all these different things and then then they're like at that principal's grandma is trying to get her to puke in a bucket. Yeah. Which. And, and you know, I would honestly say that this episode right here is probably, the last episode I think is probably the weakest episode. Yeah, I actually kind of tuned it out, to be honest. Like, I don't know, like, I know it's like trying to lead you on to like watch like the rest of the series, but I was kind of like, oh man, that's it for this? Yeah. And um, there is one really funny moment, though, where the daughter has a callback joke from the husband earlier in the the show. Like, episode one, he's standing at – and if you heard us talk about episode one on, on the last episode of this podcast, the husband's standing at a, like, Walmart-type store, and this little Asian girl walks over to mm-hmm. him, and she's like she's – like, my manager said you've been staying at the snacks for like a really long time. Do you need help <laughs> or something? <laughs> and um, he's like, or she's he's standing at the toaster oven. So. Yeah. And then at the last episode, the daughter's standing in the same store, standing in front of the chip aisle, and this little Asian girl walks over and she's like, "Do you need help? My manager said that you were staying at the snacks for like a really long time, so he sent me over." <laughs> Yeah, I was hoping they would have her back, too. That just seemed like it would become a reoccurring thing. Oh, dude, I hope they bring her back one more time. And it's just I, great that it's, like, the same family, like, from the same family. Like, yeah, they're always yeah. the ones standing in there looking at stuff yeah, for a long yeah. time. Yeah, and it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Because, like, she gives her all this advice. And it's almost one of those cases where it's, like, she just says a word and then... The Abby character is that her name, Abby? Yeah, she like puts it together herself. Her yeah, and this girl doesn't give a shit like yeah. at all. She's like, I should probably go help other people. Yeah, and then she's like, How do you know so much? And she's like, Sometimes I just see things people don't. And she like goes and walks over and grabs this toothpaste or something <laughs> off of yeah. the shelf. And she's like, This is supposed to be an L three. <laughs> like, like wow, she sees things that some people don't. <laughs> Um, but that was a really funny joke. And how the show wraps up, honestly, I found incredibly disappointing. Like, that mm. was the one blemish on this otherwise flawless yeah. series. But, like, I mean, like, if they're going to make more episodes, like, they can always turn it all around. I just, like, hope they don't well, go it, in the wrong direction. The problem is, is that, A, 
it just kind of ended weak to begin with. It was very typical. Like, nothing yeah. was... It was, like, not really a huge cliffhanger. Like, one of the characters ends up in, like, a mental hospital. And it's like, okay, well, we know that's just gonna end... They're gonna figure that out in the first episode of season two, you know? Yeah, you can't just not have yeah, your like, main characters yeah. doing stuff. It's just a stupid thing. You know nothing's actually gonna happen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and two... It just it just felt like it wasn't a powerful enough ending. Yeah. Like it, it just like we're gonna have to wait one whole year for another season. Mm-hmm. If we're lucky. And to end on a note like that, it just left a sour taste in my mouth where I was like, uh I don't know, man. I like it was so such a funny show. I just was expecting something bigger and better for the ending. It like like I felt like I could have wrote that ending. Yeah, you I almost I mean? felt like it was too like serious or something. Like I I think I found that episode to be the least funny, and then like the ending Which was like is probably necessary considering it is. Uh, you know the, the the season final. You know it's supposed to be more serious. All yeah. the plot, all the plots are coming to, uh, um, you know, end and and wrapping things up. It should be pretty serious, but um, it was. I don't have a problem with serious moments. I just have a problem with the way that they ended it. It's just it's it's simple. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's kind of basically your your story. Like, mm-hmm. but what is like your overall assessment of the show? Like, what are what are the things you really liked about it? What are some of the things you didn't like about it? Stuff like that. I mean, I like that. Like, I was always craving more. Like, I watched the show. I think like a week, maybe two weeks ago now, which is why, like, unfortunately, some of the stuff is like fuzzy in my head until we start talking about it. But like, I watch like two episodes a day. And if I would have had time, I probably would have watched the entire series in, like, one day. And then, like, I think um, Drew Barrymore and, like, the Timothy dude. I'm not going to say the last name again. but um, Elephant. Elephant. Yeah, Timothy. Ugh. Timothy Elephant. I think, like, they're great as, like, the couple. Like, you, they're believable as, like, just, like, these, like, normal everyday couple who, like, all of a sudden had something crazy happen to them. And I love the banter between them. And then, like, I like the stuff with the daughter and the boy next door type. The boy next door was really underrated. Like, he, yeah, he, he was really like, funny. That's a great – like, he played in, like, the uh, recent Vacation movie that came out. And he played he plays literally, like, the same exact character because that's, like, just his type of character to play. And I just think he's hilarious. Like, he's hilarious. He's funny looking. And then, like, the stuff he says is just so dorky. But yeah, I pretty much like everything about the show besides like the week ending and like the daughter kind of gets on my nerves. But that's just a minor flaw. That's how I feel overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I pretty much feel exactly the same way as you. Um, so much good in this show. Very little bad. Even with the poor ending, I, I still think that it is an amazing, uh, an amazing run. Uh, Ten episode run. Uh, I watched the first episode, knew I was going to like it, no matter where it really went. I couldn't see myself not liking it just because I thought the writing was creative and funny. And I think I watched episode two 
And then I watched like eight episodes in one day. Yeah. Yeah, to kind of wrap it up. Just because I was like, man, this is this is such a, a funny little show. I love it. It's so cool. Um, I'm digging it a lot. Yeah. And like all the episodes just like run right together. Like, oh, they go by so It seems fast. like one, it just feels like I watched like a huge movie almost. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I guess we can get into ratings. Mm-hmm. And this is not, um, you know, this is an entire series, the first season. So um, we're rating a season. Yeah. So whose pick was it anyway? I think we kind of just it was a both decided pick. on. Well, I mean, technically you decided to watch the show. So I guess it's kind of like your, you Well, it's technically it. your turn, so. Okay, my pick, guys, my pick. <laughs> so I rate first. All right. I give Santa Clarita Diet, with all of the things that it has going for it, it really only had that one blemish on its, you know, skin, its zombie-coated skin. Um, just, just you know, barely starting to turn zombie there. Uh, I, I'm going to come in at a 9 out of 10. I loved it so much that I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. A 9.5? Yeah, I don't know. This was just, like, a great comedy to me. Like, I could have almost given it a 10 if it wasn't for, like, just tiny minor flaws. But, yeah, I'm really excited to see more. It's unfortunate that we have to wait so long. But, like, I'll be looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. Uh, so, with that said, guys, uh, we do not know what we're going to cover next week, but there is one little thing that I did want to mention for you guys out there listening. Um, and I always say next week, but it's it's two weeks. We're a bi-weekly show, so. It's easier to say next week. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. Uh, but something, something that uh, came out in the news today or yesterday, sometime this week. Basically, there's a film uh, called The Devils by Ken Russell, and apparently it was, like, banned in a lot of places, uh, and uh, I got this article from theavclub.com. It says, for years, an uncut version of Ken Russell's delirious, pro- provocative 1971 witchcraft drama, The Devils, has been a movie lover's holy grail. On the level of Orson Welles' unfinished later works... Well, cinematic miracles do happen, and the day after Netflix announced it was restoring Well's unfinished, largely unavailable film, The Other Side of the Wind, The Devils has unexpectedly popped up on the streaming service Shudder. As the company says in a press release, this is the first time that the 109-minute unrated cut of the film has been available in the U.S. since 1971. Here's the abbreviated backstory. The Devil's about a rebellious priest accused of witchcraft in the 17th century France was condemned by a Catholic Church as blasphemous upon its initial release. And Warner Brothers, the studio that financed it, has been doing its best to bury the film ever since. The film was heavily censored in both the UK and US for subsequent theatrical and home video releases. And it wasn't until 2012 that the BFI, which is the British Film Institute, I believe, released a completish 107-minute version of the film sped up from the 111 minutes on DVD in the UK. In recent years, a 109-minute unrated US version of the film has been touring reportedly 
reportedly theaters and uh, film festivals around the world, but until this morning, it was entirely unavailable on streaming services. As today, though, you can watch the most complete version of the film in its existence on Shudder, which I just thought was cool as hell. Yeah. Um, Shudder is a great service, and it just keeps getting better. Like, I really wish that um, more people knew about Shudder. Uh, I, the only flaw with Shudder for me is that it's not available directly as an app on, uh, the, the next gen consoles like the Xbox One and PS4. That's frustrating to me because, uh, you need a, a Roku or Amazon Fire Stick or one of those type of things to stream it to your TV. Chromecast, something like that. Uh, which I find annoying because I, I don't always want to watch stuff on my laptop, you know. I got a nice big TV. I want to use my TV. Yeah, I agree. It's hard. Sometimes I have trouble paying attention if I'm watching on, like, a laptop or something as opposed to my huge TV. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's so amazing that, that there's an outlet for um, people to see movies how they were intended to be seen and not just, you know, these, these stupid... Um, you know, censored things that stay censored, lost and forgotten forever. It's so frustrating. Um, like recently we've seen like Vestron video come out and release like Waxwork uncut and release Return of Living Dead 3 uncut. Um, like these movies should have been released uncut a long time ago. Like I believe that, that every cut of Scream that's on DVD is actually a cut version. Um, really? Did you know that? No, yeah. that's yeah. weird. No. Yeah, um, I think that I don't think that the uncut version is very different. I think it's just like one gore shot or something. Um, <laughs> Still, like I had no idea. Yeah, but I think the laser disc was uncut or something like that. Ooh. But uh, yeah, so I just hate that, that we can't get these uncut versions out there. And at least like with services like Shutter, it seems like. Um, they're, they're willing to go out there and do something different. And they went and got this uncut version of this film, The Devils, which I've never even heard of. Me neither. And I, I'm kind of intrigued with it because it looks like there's some nuns on the cover. And I really, really like nunsploitation. It's kind of a thing mm-hmm. next to, like, incest and... We don't need to list it all again. No? Nah? No, it's okay. Because I have a list. No, no, no. These, it's okay. All right. I keep them in the basement next to those jars of... Uh, yeah. It's cool, buddy. Okay. It's cool. Uh, so we're going to wrap it up here, guys. We'll see you next time on another episode of Netflix and Chill. I am JP, back on the couch. You will see me next time. And you are... I am Carly, and you shall see me next time as well. Listen up, all you little cuties. I might call you over for a movie, but all I really want is the booty. Five minutes in, we'll be naked and spooning. Next thing that you know, we in my bedroom. Clothes hit the floor. The head was like, damn, looking way better than you do on Instagram. We tried to watch Boris go. She said she was bored. Less hum. I said, bitch, I gotta take a dump. Lit some incense. Then we fuck. I called the renew, but we got six minutes for a quick little noon. So thank you, Netflix, for the marathon of wet dicks. Baby, what's the deal? You wanna watch Netflix and chill? Baby, I'm for real. I won't pull out if you want to.